3: So I tend to start downstairs and work up.
4: I did all the cleaning, dusting, poovering. Sort of, you know,
3: inside wiped down, floor
4: swept, mopped.
3: Oh, it's like an endless amount of
5: uh, washing clothes.
1: Uh, I tidy up the house, just go around for 10 minutes, sort of straighten everything out. Yeah, but I'm
5: always doing chores every day,
2: always doing a little bit every day. How much time do you spend on housework? In September of 2017, the Australian Bureau of Statistics found that women in Australia spend twice as much time on chores than men every week. Then, there's a recent analysis of leisure time by the Office for National Statistics here in the UK. It found that women spend significantly less time on hobbies and relaxing, in part because of housework. When he was gone, I was practically a prisoner in my own home. I couldn't get in response to these reports, The Guardian decided to put a call out to our readers to dig deeper into these trends and judge how global they really are. And with hundreds of responses, it turns out there was plenty to talk about.
3: His story seems to renege on the deal. He said, I appreciate what you do for us, but it's just not a priority for me. It's just not important to me like it is to you.
4: I mean, there were many factors to myself and my ex-partner breaking up, but the housework, I know it sounds like a trivial issue in some ways, but that was definitely one of the factors. To
6: change gender socialisation experiences, we're really going to need to focus on how we raise both
2: women and men. I'm Leah Green. Welcome to the story. Hello. Hello, it's Leah Green. Hi. So many readers responded to our call out that so I decided to get in touch with some of them directly.
5: My name is Anna. I'm from originally from Finland. Now I live in in Hackney in London. I live with uh, my fiance. And uh, I am 37 years old.
2: I started by asking her how the chores are split in their house.
5: I do most of the um, housework in the house. Um, It's slightly improved in recent years, but I would say I still do about 70% at least. To be honest, I just think that it's something that doesn't ever occur to my fiancé to uh, do the housework. He has even himself, he said at some point that um, he's happy to do anything, but I have to request him to do it. And sometimes I feel like it's just easier if I just do it myself instead of trying to nag at him to do, do things. It seems to be more important to me than it is to him. To have a clean house. How does it work for you? Uh, it obviously doesn't work because that's the uh, uh, that's the main reason why we fight. We don't actually fight about anything except this whole housework issue. Um, it's just I feel like it just takes a lot of time from from me, like just relaxing. I have a very stressful job, and uh, I feel like I'm during the week, I'm constantly on. It's like I go to work and then after work, I go to uh, go to the gym and then I come home. And then the first thing I start doing is, uh, is cooking. And then after that, um, the dishes and then the cleaning. And by the time I'm through all of this, it's 9 p.m. and I will maybe get an hour of uh, just sitting on a sofa watching TV. Um, until I collapse in bed.
2: Yeah, I was going to ask, while you're making the dinner and doing the dishes and wiping everything down, what's he doing?
5: He's just constantly on his phone, just looking through social media, or he watches football. I mean, yes, it's such a cliche. I can't believe I've ended up with a man like this. But yes, he is, he watches football. He he has a favourite football team, but apparently that doesn't matter. He still has to watch every single game. So that is what he does. Hello.
2: Oh, hi, is that Emma? And unsurprisingly, Anna isn't the only one who lives in a household where the split isn't exactly even. My name is Emma. I'm 35.
3: I live in Leeds and I live with my long term partner, David.
2: In fact, in the UK, women spend an average of 132 minutes a day on housework versus 69 minutes for men. Cool. So the first, something Emma knows all too well. Um, so I tend to start downstairs and work up. So I'll clean the kitchen
3: that's sort of you know all sides wiped down floor swept mopped and um, the same in the hallway floors done um, all the surfaces dusted. We've got my son's fish tank which again that's my lovely job I have to clean that out. He does do most of the uh, laundry that has to be said and um, so I kind of don't have much to do with that um, and then in the living room it's exactly the same sort of thing that I you know do all the surfaces um we have a fireplace if a fireplace needs cleaning out I clean out the fireplace hoover all the floors up the stairs um and then in the bathroom obviously the whole thing has to be scrubbed down with bleach the toilet has to be cleaned and um, the boys room all the toys need picking up and you know I try to get them to to have involvement with that but it's you know my little boy is six so it's it's not really that successful. All the beds have to be stripped down, changed. And then it's just sort of, it's a bit of a constant battle because, you know, you kind of, you have food preparation in between, you know, the children want attention. So it really is
2: a whole day, whole day job. How did you come up with this system? How did it all end up falling to you?
3: It has been a constant and ongoing conversation about, you know, sort of, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Or how about if we have this system or that system, take it in turns. But He just always seems to renege on the deal. He said, I appreciate what you do for us, but it's just not a priority for me. It's just not important to me like it is to you. And it's like, well, you know, I don't enjoy it. It's not important to me because it's fun. It's important to me because there's a certain level of cleanliness that has to be maintained. He just doesn't care. He just doesn't care about it. Um, And he sees it as my choice to
2: pursue the cleaning. Situations like Anna's and Emma's came in thick and fast following the call-out, which probably wouldn't surprise most people. Hello? It's Leah calling from The Guardian. Hi, finally! But has it always been like this? So I'm Dr.
6: Joanne Davila. I'm a professor of psychology at Stony Brook University and the director of the clinical training program. And my research has focused on people's relationships and how they can have uh, healthy relationships and be competent in those relationships.
2: Your conference is being recorded. I spoke with Joanne down the line and started by asking her how housework patterns get set within relationships.
6: Usually, people will just kind of enact their typical behaviors, so the neater person will gravitate towards keeping things clean, for example, or they may do the things they like to do or they're used to doing, so it just sort of evolves in that way. But many couples actually develop uh, an explicit division of labor. Um, they plan it out, particularly if they're busy or they have children. It can really work very well for them to have a structure around it. No matter what, though, it's really important to talk about these things because problems arise when people make assumptions about how things will go and when people have
2: expectations
6: that they don't voice with their partners.
2: In your experience, is the classic gender setup where the woman does the bulk of the housework generally true? It's definitely still true for many couples in
6: different sex relationships. But obviously, in same-sex relationships, there are no gender differences. So we need to be careful about attributing division of labor purely to gender differences. Now that said, in different sex relationships, gender norms definitely still exist, especially because men and women continue to be socialized differently.
0: How about coming with me? Oh, I wish I could, but it's just impossible. You've no idea how much I've got to do. Remember, I haven't got your dream kitchen to make
6: things easier. Well, certainly, you know, in in Western cultures, it's always uh, been the case that men are the people who, you know, work outside the home, and women are the, the people who have children, right? They get pregnant and, you know, bear the children. And so the division of labor has sort of necessarily gotten separated by virtue of women being the ones who actually have the children and work to raise the children. So it was a natural split to begin with, obviously, and one now, of course, that has gotten socialized over, you know, many, many years. And, of course, there's some, you know, there's adaptive, to couples splitting up tasks. It goes awry when uh, it starts to be the case that women um, end up doing you know, more and are not um, sort of feeling appreciated or valued for the work that, that they do. Both at a societal level as well as in the couple.
2: So while these stereotypical roles might have made sense decades ago, changes in our society mean many of us now see them in a different light. As women infiltrate the workplace and forge careers, their additional role as the main housekeeper can become a lot to carry. And in fact, something many female partners wrote in about were the tensions that can exist when they take on the role of breadwinner. It's something we'll look at a little later on. Hi. Hi, is that Gab? Before that, though, what about the view of housework through a male lens?
7: My name is Gabriel. I live in Paraguay. I'm 30 years old and I live with my wife.
2: Gabriel is also a musician and, in fact, the music you're hearing now is him. Yeah, I can hear it now. Oh, hi, it's Leia calling. Hi. um... But what
7: of his abilities to do the chores? The thing is that um, I take my time to do, to do things. So whenever there needs to be something to be done, I don't do it right away. And I can say that most, most of the time I forget about it. So that's basically our, our biggest problem. I mean, I'm irresponsible.
2: <laughs> and why don't you do it straight away?
7: I don't know. That's a tricky question. <laughs> Sometimes I just can't. I don't know. Sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm working on my stuff. Sometimes I'm practicing. And I have a, like, a, like a process of something. I have to start um, working on my guitar and practicing. And once I practice, I can compose. And it happens that when I'm practicing something, she asks me for something. It kind of interrupt me. But what I'm trying to say is that I'm irresponsible about it. Because sometimes I, I, I just don't feel that 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 something needs to be done with that urgency. And also I think I, I don't care about I don't care much about being messy. If the dishes need to be washed I don't care, if my it's not a big deal and if I don't have any clean clothes, I don't care either. Uh, You know, I mean, it's not a big deal. I care, but it's not a big deal. And that's basically the problem. It's kind of hard for me to get used to the idea that if it is important for her, it should be important for me.
2: Gabrielle's story is one we heard many times over and from both points of view. where one partner simply cared much less about keeping the place tidy than the other. It sounds obvious. People are complex beings. Of course we'll have different ideas of what's tidy, what's not, and how much of a big deal it is. But is there something deeper going on here? Are we somehow socialised to incorporate certain gender-specific roles when it comes to housework? Can we tell how much of our perception of women as the primary homemaker is socially learned? Joanne de again. Well,
6: I don't know if we can literally tell how much, but it's certainly still the case. So we learn what we grow up with for the most part. Now, importantly, even for women who are not sort of trained, so to speak, to be a homemaker, they may end up doing more of that, even if they're in the workforce, because men continue to be trained to not be the homemaker. So not all men, of course, but... To change gender socialization
2: experiences, we're really going to need to focus on how we raise both women and men. And um, how much does a person's own upbringing affect these views? Quite a bit, actually. And, and really, to the extent that children continue to grow up in
6: households where people, you know, engage in um, traditional gender roles, then it's going to continue to be the case.
2: No? so the families we ourselves grew up in play a huge part in what we expect when it comes to housework Fine, I'm sorry I'm a bit late something that becomes complicated when two partners come from different cultures
8: I'm from from Scandinavia originally where there's an expectation that housework should be divided absolutely equally I am Hannah uh, and I am 35 years old, and I live in the northwest with my husband and two children. If a man doesn't do truly doesn't do 50% of the housework, then that will really be frowned upon. People will think that's very, very strange, um, and very disrespectful, and very outdated. Or that people, you know, that's that's a very outdated form of relationship. Uh, he's from the Middle East, from a. Plays with a more, um, it's definitely a very traditional divide of housework, sort of matching out with male or female stereotypes of women doing much more of the housework, um, and his parents definitely reflect that 100%. Sometimes I can also feel almost resentful <laughs> towards his parents because I think, oh, you know, you didn't teach him anything, or. You know, how can you raise a, a child to think that there's nothing to do in the house?
3: Well, it's really difficult because I don't want to—I don't want to badmouth his father in front of him because, in all other respects, he is actually a wonderful husband and he is a fantastic father. Um, but equally, I don't want my son growing up thinking that this is acceptable. Um, So I have to tread a really fine line, and I just say, well, it's not important to Daddy, uh, but it is important to me.
2: We've all been there, living with someone whose idea of messiness might be different from our own. It seems pretty harmless. But compared with trends in other aspects of society, Change in the domestic division of labour has been slow. Now, obviously, not every couple fits the stereotypical bill. And after this short break, we'll hear from some people for whom the picture is a little different, people like Mark.
1: You bring home the bacon and uh, I run the house.
2: And we'll also hear from Claire, who lives with her female fiancé. I'd
9: probably say that definitely being in a female relationship would definitely help towards more of a clean house.
2: Don't go anywhere. Welcome to The Start, a brand new weekly podcast from The Guardian.
5: We saw those engaging with reality, I will not
8: become I worry today.
2: Each episode reveals a story of artistic beginnings, as told by some of the great artists of our time.
6: For me, Scandalicious, so much of that was also about me finding my way.
2: Focusing on one piece, they share how these early moments of creativity shaped them, the influence it had on their subsequent work, and what the piece now means to them in retrospect.
4: The most I've ever seen in any room, you know, looking at any kind of art, was in Mr. Barnes's two rooms.
2: To find out more, head over to theguardian.com slash podcasts, or search The Start on your favourite podcast app.
1: Throw the washing into the machine. Just go around for ten minutes, sort of straighten everything out.
2: Cleaning his toilet, you know, and it was like... There was shit in his toilet. Window cleaning, floor cleaning, um, ironing. Welcome back to The Story. I'm Leia Green. Load the dishwasher, put on another wash, hang up the wash, you know, put the ironing in the bag. Before the break, we heard from a handful of respondents to a call-out we did on the Division of Housework in Couples. Um, I would say I do that about three times a week. We heard from Anna and Emma both of whom do the majority of chores in their household. I do most of the um, housework. And we heard from Gabriel in Paraguay, who claimed that his music can trump his desire to keep his home
7: tidy. To get used to the idea that if it is important for her, it should be important for me.
2: To provide an academic angle, I also spoke with Dr Joanne Davila, who told us why these traditional roles persist.
0: I couldn't get out to see my friends, couldn't take part in PTA activities, i couldn't even shop when i wanted to
2: and how each person's upbringing can cement or challenge these stereotypes but
6: that's all changed now
2: all of which pointed to the question are we destined to carry these ideas with us it's something i put to joanne is this bias inherent in all of us do you think i don't
6: think it's inherent in all of us but it's inherent in people who grow up in environments where that's what happens. And I do still think that at a societal level that is more um, of the sort of norms that exist that we're still really trying to challenge and break free from. And as I was mentioning earlier that that might actually be changing now that children are growing up in same-sex couple households because that challenges the dynamics that we typically think of as being due to gender and so I think we can have a lot to learn from those families.
2: Hello? Hello, is that Claire?
6: This is Claire.
9: I'm 28 years old and I live in Honor Oak Park in South East London with my girlfriend slash fiancée, Amy. Who does
2: the most housework in your house?
9: I would actually say it's very even. Um, We're both quite house proud, so we like everything clean all the time. So we're sort of always cleaning up after ourselves. Amy works more than me as she manages a restaurant, which is really busy. So I'd say I probably probably do more than her because I'm in the house more. But when she's, when she's here, we kind of do it together.
2: How much of your cleanliness and house proudness would you attribute to gender?
9: I'd probably say that definitely being in a female relationship would definitely help towards more of a clean house. I'm not sure why, but I think it might be different if I was a a man. I'm not sure why. I've never experienced it, but I definitely think, um, yeah, being with a woman, we both have an urge to, yeah, be more homely.
2: And do you ever have conversations with friends in um, straight relationships where it perhaps isn't as even?
9: Yes. Definitely, I've, got, um, I've definitely got a few friends who complain about their um, boyfriends sort of not being very tidy and leaving stuff or just, just small things like emptying the dishwasher, really simple really things that I think are really simple in life or in a relationship.
2: So, as predicted by Joanne, in this same-sex couple, housework seems to be less of an issue, which may or may not have to do with the absence of gender roles within the home. That said, like with all these examples, they are only singular, so to extrapolate up would be disingenuous. Hello. Yeah, hi. Can you hear me? Hi, I can. Can you hear me all right? One caller I spoke with had a very original solution to a common problem. She found herself faced with the reality that she would naturally end up carrying the burden of the housework.
10: Okay, so my name is Adele. I am 28 years old. I live in Vienna, Austria with my boyfriend, and I am from Romania. Adele's answer?
2: She charges her boyfriend hourly for her cleaning services.
10: Okay, so when I first moved in, my boyfriend had a cleaning woman was also a Romanian citizen But uh, then she got married and then I said, OK, I don't want another one to come. I can do this and I can basically take over
2: the job. So you now do all the cleaning?
10: Yes, yeah, since I think two years ago, something like this. And it also had to do with the fact that I was not having a job at the time that I decided to take on this agreement.
2: How much do you get paid?
10: Okay, so in the beginning, we had an agreement to get 10 euros per hour, but then I raised it to 12 euros per hour without negotiating because since I'm the girlfriend and I live in the house as well, that means I can decide how much the cleaning person gets. (laughs)
2: Okay. (laughs) Is it worth it, do you think, the responsibility? Is it worth the money?
10: To be honest, I don't know, but it's worth for me, for the situation, and the uh, context I am in, because like I said, I don't feel comfortable having another, most of the time, woman coming into the place once a week and going through all of the stuff to clean. So it works on a, I don't know, psychological, personal basis for me. But if I think only for the work amount to keep this, to keep a household in control one week for 30 euros is, of course very little money Again, i think it's due to feminism that i asked for money and i thought about this arrangement and how it can work like i said a lot of my friends who are married and do this don't get
2: paid
1: hello
2: oh hi mark it's Leia calling from the guardian and with a different kind of feminist arrangement there's mark
1: i am 58 uh i live at home in south london with my wife my 16-year-old daughter and part of the year with my 20-year-old son when he's not at university.
2: Mark is also part of a minority of men who do more housework than their female partners.
1: The arrangement with chores in my house is that I do basically all of them because my wife works full time in a fairly high-powered, demanding job. I cook five Days out of seven, I do all of the food shopping, I do all of the housework, all of the laundry, all of the gardening, uh, pretty much everything.
2: How did you strike the deal? How did you decide?
1: In my early to mid-40s, I was made redundant and couldn't get arrested, let alone re-employed at a time, thank God, when my wife's career was on the up. So after a long reflection, I simply put a proposition to my wife as we walked around Crystal Palace Park in South London and said, why don't I stop looking for work? I can't, it's demoralising, I'm getting absolutely nowhere. Your career is on the up. Why don't we do a a straight swap of the conventional, you know, old-fashioned roles? You'd bring home the bacon and uh, I run the house. When
2: you first had the thought of it, what did it make you feel, the thought of being a house husband?
1: It made me retain some sense of self-respect because I, as I wasn't earning anything or employed, I wasn't really contributing to anything. So in that sense, it was a positive because it gave me some sense of self-respect. Simultaneously, while also feeling, at that point, uh, this is a long time ago now uh, disappointed at the way my life seemed to have uh, turned out and all the conventional feelings of emasculation and uselessness that come from being made redundant
2: Do you enjoy being a house husband?
1: I've learned to take pride in it and I enjoy I enjoy supporting the other members of my family and keeping the show on the road. So I enjoy I enjoy what it prov- the framework that it provides for the family as a whole. The actual act of sweeping the stairs doesn't thrill me at all, no. But I don't mind. I don't I've just I've got used to it, I don't really think about it. It's just it's what I do. Most people don't enjoy their job a lot of the time. It's no different.
2: How do you think that you and your wife having non-traditional roles will affect how your children see the world?
1: My daughter, who is 16, has a really positive uh, image of a mum who's, you know, successful at what she does um, and clearly doesn't see any, you know, reason why she shouldn't do anything that she sets her mind to, which I think is great. And... My son he will pick up the tea towel, take the rubbish out you know and uh, and help out as required. He's never objected so i I hope I think and I hope that they both are not too hung up on sort of gender roles over something that to my mind is actually quite a mundane. Simple. There are, there are things to do with gender and gender politics that are far more complicated than who pushes the hoover around.
2: A good example of how each and every couple is different. And also a good example of how these gender stereotypes can be challenged moving forward. But for some couples, things don't fall into place quite as nicely, which can lead to its fair share of disagreements. Um, So the first thing I just need to do is just to check that you're... um... Something Joanne says can create issues, not just around housework, but also the relationship on the whole, which can lead to one partner feeling undervalued. And as the perceived lack of respect for their wishes increases, so does the strain put on the relationship always are the cereal. A strain that can't always be fixed.
4: I mean, there were many factors to myself and my ex-partner breaking up, but the housework, I know it sounds like a trivial issue in some ways, but that was definitely one of the factors. OK, my name's Matt. I'm 43, and I've recently become single, living on my own. Yeah, I would go to work in the day, and then... She would kind of just trash the house, really. And then I would come home and, you know, I would tidy up. She never made any effort to put things away, to clean things, to do anything, contribute in any way. She didn't have any uh, respect for me, really. this, This is the reason why we broke up.
2: Can you talk me through what chores you did and what chores she did?
4: I did all the cleaning, dusting, hoovering, putting clothes away. Picking clothes up from all around the house, the kids clothes, her clothes, my clothes, folding sorting them, folding them, putting them away. I uh, cleaned the bathroom, cleaned the toilet, cleaned all the windows inside the house, cleaned every room, made dinner for myself when I got back from work. She would eat with the kids before I got back from work. When I got back, I just make my own dinner. So she did do some things. She would put like washes on, but then she would take the washing out and we had a clothes horse and like a room upstairs we could have dried it sort of out of the way and she would just dry the clothes everywhere, like put clothes on the back of the sofa, on every radiator, dangling on every surface. So you came back, it just looked like a, a Chinese laundry every day, just clothes dotted around. And then she would just leave them. She wouldn't, she wouldn't ever, when they're dried, fold them, put them away. You know, I would, I would use my weekends and evenings doing that. Mess didn't seem to bother her. She happily just live in an untidy house.
7: I would
2: Matt's case is extreme, and it would appear to be a minority one in the grand scheme of things, both when looking at the global stats and our own call out. And expectations are. That said, it does lend a clue about how housework, while only a small part of any live-in relationship, is key to offering insights into issues of respect and fairness more more generally. absolutely, Joanne again. It
6: can tell us a lot about the extent to which people respect one another, the extent to which they value and appreciate one another, the extent to which they can take each other's perspective and really care about what each other needs and also the extent to which they have these kind of rigid assumptions and expectations of one another. So what we really see is that day-to-day relationship activities and life activities are just the fields in which these kinds of underlying relationship dynamics
2: play out. From your experience, what advice would you give to a couple who were moving in together um, to avoid the housework becoming a problem?
6: I would definitely advise them to, first of all, talk to each other about what needs to be done and what their assumptions and expectations are, and to try and develop a plan that's a workable plan, a realistic plan for the two of them that feels fair. And I would also advise them to talk about, um, or at least to be aware of that. These kinds of problems really do speak to issues of how you respect one another, how you care about each other, and to know that we're not, you know, on the surface, we're just talking about, you know, who's going to do the laundry and who's going to take the trash out. But underneath that, those activities and whether one does them or not really conveys something about how we feel about the other person and, and how the other person you know, whether the other person feels respected and loved and cared about. And so just remembering that that is the underlying message that is going to be there, I think is very important for couples to recognise.
2: To most of us, housework seems very simple and banal. But if what we've learnt here is anything to go by, The Division of Labour highlights key issues both within a specific relationship and in relation to society's views on gender. I want to end on one last story from Anne. I am 37 and I live in Canada just about an hour outside of Toronto. Brilliant. And, And who do you live with? I live with my husband and our dog. Well,
0: my husband is currently on disability. He uh, suffers from depression and anxiety. So, and I work full-time, so I'm the breadwinner. And he is my house husband. (laughs) Um, So when he's having a good day, or even a reasonably good day, then I would say he does the majority of the housework. When he's not having a good day, then that's on me. I wouldn't say we split it evenly every day, but we split it as evenly as we need to. And when he's feeling good and he's able to do that stuff, having a productive day makes the next day that much better. Um, Just sets him up for having a good day. Um, If he's not feeling great, then you know what? There's very little that can't wait or can't... That I can't I can't handle once I get home from work. So it's it's sort of just by default that that's happened. I would say like yesterday was a, a good example. Yesterday was not a good day for him, and so you know the whole the whole focus of the day was just staying calm, being safe, not acting on any sort of bad thoughts. So it was it was what we call a blanket fort day stay on the couch, play some video games or whatever. But we had run the dishwasher the night before. The dishwasher stayed full, clean but full, dishes piled up on the counter, all of those sorts of things. So I did some of that last night, and then he got up this morning and he was feeling he was feeling better, so while I was eating breakfast, he washed all the rest of the dishes and loaded the rest of things in the dishwasher and so on. So you know, I think our focus is is on everybody being okay and getting done what needs to be done. Is our house a show house, show home? Is it ready for a magazine close-up? No. Is it comfortable? Is it a safe place and a, a cosy place? Absolutely.
2: And when it is left all to you, how do you feel about that privately? Mm, I mean, I don't love it,
0: but I think I the focus for me is always more on I'm worried about him and I want him to be okay. So I don't love it because I don't love that he is not feeling good enough to do it. It's not that I mind doing it, particularly.
2: Do you guys have arguments or disagreements about housework?
0: Pretty rarely. We we don't tend to be shall we say, conflict-oriented. Uh, we're, we're fairly easygoing with each other, and the, the focus is always on, are you doing okay? You know, how can we make you be okay? How can we make me be okay? And as long as we're okay, you know what? If there's a couple of dirty dishes, if there's dog fur on the rug, whatever, like, who cares? We'll get to that. the the focus is on are you okay
2: special thanks to all our contributors who appeared in the podcast and to all those who spoke to me and wrote in thanks also to Gabriel from Paraguay for letting us use his music This episode of The Story was presented by me, Leah Green, and co-produced by me and Max Sanderson. And it was commissioned as part of The Guardian's Inequality Project, which is supported by the Ford Foundation. If you have any questions, feedback, or story ideas, please send an email to podcasts at theguardian.com. Great podcasts from The Guardian. Just go to the slash podcasts.
0: Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash newsadfree.